0: Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare for this Main House production. Here on Merely Roleplayers, we improvise stories, for your entertainment and our own. And we use role-playing games to keep the story going places even we can't see coming. Because as theatrical people, We're all about maximising the drama. This episode is part of our current Main House production, Vigil, Bad Dog. To tell this story, we're playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat. So, please take your seats in the Main House. Tonight's production is about to begin. Vigil. A Merely Roleplayer's Main House Production. Bad Dog. Act 3 of 5.
1: Hi there, my name's Alexander Pankhurst and I play Graham the Summoned. Graham's just your average accountant, who happens to be a demon, and is destined to bring about the apocalypse. You know, just your regular, average stuff.
2: I'm Ellie and I play Percy Byron, the Exile, a Victorian monster hunter and half-sister to Ada Lovelace. Percy tried to time travel to 1666 to stop the summoning of an apocalyptic demon, but something went wrong and she landed here in the present day.
1: I'm Josh and I play Ginny Greenteeth, the Spell Slinger. In the Dark Ages, soothsayer Ginny was chased from her village under suspicion of witchcraft. Now, many centuries later, she is the proud owner of a local tourist attraction and gift shop in Sheridan.
3: I'm Nat and I play Gwynedd the Divine. Gwyn was once a shield maiden of the triple goddess the Morrigan. After interfering with one of her schemes by rescuing a mortal man, the Morrigan banished Gwyn to live life as a duck in what became Sheridan's duck pond. Now released from her curse thousands of years later, Gwyn is trying to forge a new life as part of the local National Trust team, that's finding it difficult to stay under the radar.
0: Out of one side of the frame comes a police officer running on all fours. We're
3: on our way to
1: the Abbey. Oh, not where they're doing that horrible new
0: development, are they? Brought to you by boot Regeneration, a member of Lundell Group. Monitored and patrolled by P&Q
1: Security, a member of Lundell Group.
3: Is it possible that what we thought might have been a police officer is actually a security guard?
1: I don't think that they're going to be very happy to see us, considering that we assaulted two members of their staff and they know uh, our faces. Yeah. The best match is something called a guest. It
0: possesses like-minded mortals to guard a territory against trespassers. Its first instinct is always just to chase people off, but it can even kill to defend its territory.
3: I'm gonna ask another question mm-hmm. that I, I I feel falls under the questions that I've asked, but just to clarify, mm-hmm. is it the kind of thing that someone would summon mm-hmm. or would just be in the area and possess? Like do we think someone has caused it to come sure. in now?
0: It is very possible for like bar guests are just spirits that exist. Yeah. And it is very possible for one to just kind of under the right conditions when there is territory to be defended and people who want it defended for a bar guest to just spontaneously take up residence there.
1: yeah,
0: Like any spirit, it c- they can be summoned. But the fact that one is here is not necessarily evidence that someone has deliberately brought it here.
3: Yeah. It
0: could just be that by fencing off an area and setting guards on it, that they've kind of invited one in.
3: Right, so Polly's been very useful. Here we go. Bar guest. Right. So... Okay. Actually, Hugh, is, is not, it's not to do with him. It's to do with the area and how deeply these corporations want it protected and defended.
2: Bloody
1: capitalism, right? Bloody sorcerers. They would have summoned it. Mark my words.
2: So, if the bargess is mostly motivated by defending this defined territory, if we make the territory public doesn't belong to anybody, then it has nothing to defend because no one's trespassing because everyone has access. Mm. Yes. It becomes common ground. Precisely. So we need to... Tear down the walls. Tear down the walls.
1: Is there any way we can get the companies to relinquish their hold on the on the thing as well? Because otherwise they're just going to put the holdings back up.
3: Is there any way we could make the area undesirable for nine-hole golf
1: course. Or perhaps protected? We could get the National Trust on that, couldn't we? Discover something... We could, we could bring something, some folly or something strange, some old ru- ruins or uh, uh, b- bones, like you say. I feel
3: like just the fact that it was home to... Whether the general mundane population believe in the efficacy of witchcraft or not... The fact that that abbey used to be home to a secret society of witches that disguise themselves as silent nuns, that's pretty interesting, right? That's the historical significance.
2: It is, but it's narrative historical significance. I feel like maybe if there were actual artefacts that that might be enough to grind their development to a halt.
0: Polly pipes up been listening to this whole thing.
2: You've been know, really useful. Uh, <laughs> also, everybody already knew about the Abbey,
0: right? Everybody knew that the Abbey's there and it's got silent nuns in it and they're still building building the mm-hmm. golf course. So mm-hmm. if it didn't
1: stop them starting the development, why would it stop them now? Mm-hmm. That's right. She's a smart girl. Generally speaking, they, they stop, um, they stop uh, developments if during the process of excavation, they dig up something of historical importance, archaeological significance. What can we put there? Uh, some old
2: Chury? Artifact pots. Mm. Pots. Yeah, you know bits of pot. I've been watching a lot of reruns of Time Team. <laughs> bits of pot. A series mm. of small walls um, that seems to be something that crops up <laughs> a lot. An old helmet. Uh, some coins. Hmm. Um. A plague pit.
1: Ooh. Yes, we could. We could create the the image of a plague pit. So, there is naturally a plague pit. Obviously, we don't want to. Put, do we want to put a plague pit there? <laughs> no, we don't want to put it no. Plague. No. Craig a plague pit. <laughs> I feel sorry for all the Craigs who will have to give their lives um, to go <laughs> in the this pit. Worthy cause. Is, is your name Craig? <laughs> get in the, in the pit. pit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, uh, well, <sighs> I'm not. Well, I, could, I could see what i could find in my little bag maybe i'll have a really useful object it suddenly appeared like an old anglo-Saxon helmet or some old roman coins or something why, why, why not we can we can
0: always we can always try that
1: mm.
0: mrs McGrew comes out of the back office of the library with a man in a P&Q security windbreaker uh, and he has a little portfolio under his arm and is tucking a pen back into a pocket in his windbreaker he shakes her hand and she sort of reluctantly shakes it back and he heads
2: out of the library.
1: Or well, we could just go and beat that man up and take his papers from him.
2: Polly, what, what's going on there? Why was Mrs McGrew meeting with someone from that company? Oh, the rep? Um, yeah, the phone's been ringing off the hook from them for a little while. They
0: really wanted to come in and talk about like security for the library, make sure the, people don't nick books, that kind of stuff. Well, that doesn't okay. happen, does it? Uh, happens sometimes, but you know it's a library. people are allowed to take the books. that's the whole point. um do but need they they
3: security at that level?
0: Well, I don't think so, but they wouldn't stop ringing until she agreed to a meeting. so is she being threatened? I don't know. you have to ask her. Mrs.
2: McGrew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, what can I do for you? You just had a meeting with a rep from P and Q. um we were just wondering how that went. That was very nosy.
1: Could be said that you are not minding yours. <laughs> what? <laughs> P- so and Qs. What? By being...
2: I think it's a term phrase. Um, <laughs> not my, your, my not your best work. work. Not your right, best work, okay. my darling. Sorry. Anyway, the, uh, what was the outcome of the meeting? Uh, I managed to fight them down to a, a,
0: a small presence. They wouldn't really take no for an answer. Mm. And they they had all of these assurances from the council. It was they uh, almost a done deal before he we walked in here, apparently all <laughs> taken care of above my head. I thought we were having a meeting about making a decision, but apparently it was just about him briefing me on wh- the way it's going to be quick quick questions sorry sorry to interrupt
1: um uh, who 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 above your head? do you know oh, it'll
0: be the uh, them on the council. they were <sighs> the ones who run the libraries.
1: Right. If if they fence off this library and they fenced off Market Street and they fenced off other areas um, within Sheridan mm-hmm. that What's
3: could to stop them bringing fencing more, off the
1: woods? What's to stop them bringing in more bar guests?
3: Mm-hmm. The bar guest I, I appreciate you, you believe it was the sorcerers that summoned it I think we should stay open to the idea that it just also was drawn to this area mm. My concern is why do they want the town in the first place? If they are taking over, what is it? What do they want beyond that? It's not just as simple as they might bring more bar guests. Mm. It's is, it's more complex.
1: This is this is more about. This smacks to me more about control.
3: Of what of an us. area
1: of of, of people. Um, they just want control things. Regardless of any outcomes, as far as I can see, control seems to be the the the, the important thing.
3: You do you deal with this this money stuff? Yes. Do you think it's to do with pure money and greed, or do you think it is?
1: I, I think Percy was right earlier when she said it's just pure capitalism.
3: You don't think they're attracted to this town because of the significant amount of supernatural things and people going on here?
1: Uh. uh... That could be the case, yes. I haven't considered that. Maybe it's a couple of.
2: Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Maybe we need to have a conversation with Max Dashwood, Mm. CEO of Stupid Companies Incorporated.
0: Since the nights are getting longer at this time of year, uh, it's just about getting dark as you'll leave the library. Uh, You had a nice long session at the computers and the books and deciding what to do next. Um, and as you leave the library, just outside uh, on the curb, uh, outside the entrance to the library, is a minibus with the P&Q security logo on the side. And there is a group of six uniformed P&Q officers being briefed by a man in a suit with a clipboard, who, uh, as you leave the library, you can hear him saying, Now, two of our officers were assaulted earlier today, so I want you all to be extra on the alert. Keep the catch off your taser holsters. Be ready to draw on anybody acting suspicious. We want to lock down this antisocial behaviour that's happening in this town. That's why we've brought in all of you as extra boots on the ground. We have more and more area in this town to cover every day. Uh, It's going to take all of you to keep the peace tonight.
3: I'll put my hands up. That was my bad. Sorry, guys.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I think tackling CEOs so, companies right now is probably very much out of our league we need to deal with the immediate threat which would appear to be these security teams
2: yeah we, we currently only know of one bar guest in the area so mm. that's what we need to focus on right now
1: agreed agreed
2: yes um, I
3: suppose given that we tried to convince the local representative of all teenagers to not go but she seemed right. concerned that they would go anyway
2: mm. mm-hmm which, has their elected representative, is not very impressive. No. Does she have no influence at all? Clearly not. I hear so much about influencing nowadays, and yet she has failed.
1: A disaster on all fronts, I agree.
2: So, we need to head down to the Abbey? Yes. Back to the Abbey.
1: That has to be our focus. We have to tear down those gates. I know you're excited, Jimmy. Wait till we get Turn there. the Abbey into common ground again. Free for all, land for everybody. She's getting very excited. Oh, I'm so excited exactly. This is
3: exactly her job. I think Gwynn is like having these little side notes with Graham and then suddenly realizes what she's doing and was like, oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shall we happy. tool
3: up? Do you oh do
2: you need to take time to collect things? I might do or that. a mixed sledgehammer. <laughs> well
1: I mean if we're all gonna do that, I guess I'll drop by the shop and fill mm-hmm. up on component pieces and um, sure. a couple of bits of fudge, just in case I need to bring Gwyneth round for <laughs> <Yeah>. the <to> death. <laughs> I feel like that's, your, that's your revival. <laughs> yeah. Some people have smelling salts, Gwyneth
0: has fudge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Ginny drops by the Grove of Oddities. Percy drops
1: by Mix,
3: mm-hmm. pick up her stuff. As uh, soon as those two options are presented, Gwyneth's like, I'll
2: go with Percy.
1: Graham pops to the nearest bin to stock up on <laughs> uh,
0: supplies.
2: Because <laughs> he's hungry. Yeah. Right.
1: Just,
0: just wriggles around in there a bit yeah absorbs some stuff yeah <laughs> and uh, to get to the abbey on the outskirts of town are you doing similar configuration before two on a bike and uh, two flying or are you I can't, walking I've gone are going to take the bus oh, you were there
3: I, I went with Percy because I yeah. wanted to oh, yeah. avoid going to the grove of oddities yeah uh-huh.
0: you can always walk like it's not a huge town mm-hmm.
3: well if it's dark there's there's probably at some point an opportunity once we get on the outskirts I can I can fly yeah
1: we'll just walk well, it's we'll not walk, that big yeah. is it so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't need to be fancy nah. not going to get over no I think we'll take in a little night air before <laughs> our giant mm. battle I think that's quite a wise idea that would be quite mm. nice Right, you all cross paths on your way at
0: the village green Gwyn mm. you say you're flying flying carrying Percy
3: if that's quick if you, do you want to take your bike or do you want to fly no I'll fly yeah we'll fly
0: alright The two of you fly over the green as you see Graham and Ginny (laughs) strolling Mm. across the the village green. The duck pond obviously brings back memories for (laughs) Gwynedd. Classic times. Yeah. Some of the benches on the village green have been recently replaced. And they're now the type that have like the armrests in the middle so you can't lie on them. Mm. And there are signs on the lampposts and the telegraph poles saying this area patrolled by P&Q security. And there's a couple of guards just, you know, one hanging out outside the duck and parsnip. One hanging by the duck pond, arms crossed, keeping an eye out.
3: Hopefully not looking up.
0: (laughs) Probably not looking up, no. Graham and Ginny don't look very threatening, but Graham is unnerving. And I think as the two of you are crossing the green, the guard by the duck pond does a kind of a double take, looks at the two of you, and maybe... As he's looking away, he sees something else out of the corner of his eye where Graham is standing. And immediately his taser is out and he's pointing it at the two of you and coming, to, walking towards you with purpose. You two, what's your
1: business out here at night? Except Ginny saw this coming, of course. Of course. Ginny had a flash forward just an hour or so ago. I'm going to spend one of my tokens to retroactively warn someone, in this case myself and Graham, about an attack so that it doesn't happen. So we take a slightly different route yep. around so that we never end up encountering him. That, that could have been. But in fact,
0: <laughs> Gwyn and Percy fly over the uh, the common and don't see... Ginny and Graham (laughs) Because they have taken a detour Mm -hmm. Which means that you're going to Maybe going to take a little longer to get there Than you would Mm -hmm. have otherwise I think generally if Gwyn and Percy are flying They're going to get there first anyway Mm -hmm. So yeah, you two skulk Through the back streets Mm -hmm. Instead of over the the green Gwyn and Percy You are the first to arrive At the Abbey Mm Lynx Where would you like to land?
3: In the tree you climbed before okay with the hope that perhaps it has a view over the fence Mm -hmm. yeah it
0: definitely does great um you can see that there are two pnq guards at each entrance to the site so six in total Mm -hmm. plus a couple actually patrolling inside the site you can see their led torches moving around Uh there is also a group of teens already in the site who with your kind of keen vision you can see are Making a game of staying out of the patrol paths of the two patrolling guards.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you want to read a bad situation? Yeah. Nice. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: Oh,
2: oh, great. Hey. That's an 11. What is with all these good rolls? Yeah. Let me attack you. It's preventing me from levelling up. <laughs> it's actually quite inconvenient.
0: I think that means you get to ask three questions or read a bad oh, situation.
2: wow.
3: Exciting. What's the best way mm. in?
0: Would be flying and dropping flying, down from above, because yeah. then you'll avoid the uh, the, the perimeter yeah. guards. Like,
3: yeah, I kind of guess that. Yeah, um, or, or
0: kind of going through the fence somewhere that then not there's no natural door. They're not. Yeah. They're, they're mostly guarding gates.
3: Okay. What's most vulnerable to me, as in, mm-hmm. but in that context, I'm kind of thinking out: Do the security guards have a vulnerability mm-hmm. that means that we can take them out peacefully and? Mm-hmm. Um, harmlessly
0: so they're wearing stab vests but no other protection Mm -hmm. so their torsos are covered but it's rated for taking a knife at close range it's not rated for turning a solid blow eg from a quarter staff. and Mm -hmm. their limbs and heads aren't protected they're not wearing helmets or anything so like the human forms
3: yeah i don't really want to beat them up though
0: (laughs) yeah they're also all it's carrying They're all <laughs> carrying tasers, yeah, which could be taken from them and turned on them.
3: Yeah that's the, presumably that's the, the bar thing. guest yeah. is in fact like does, is not visible until the guards will spot them and then it may possess them.:
0: That is a good theory, yeah.
3: Okay. There's half of my mind that's like, is there a way to do big magic to just yeah. let everyone sleep?
0: Yeah, that definitely would be big, big magic. Mm. And we're all magical.
3: Are there any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: You sense a familiar presence.
3: hmm
0: Not fully manifested, but certainly with an eye on this situation.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What is happening here and your involvement in it has caught the attention of the Morrigan.
3: Yeah. What really happened
0: to the Blackout 4? All anyone knows is that not one of them survived that dark night. This October, live on the London stage, merely roleplayers will finally pierce that darkness. For one night only, watch four gifted performers adopt the personas of the Blackout 4, and to divine their unknown doom, see us turn to that mysterious oracle, the Tarot. What black fate befell those tragic souls, and which of them seized a spark of hope before all the lights went out? Lights out. A merely role players and Blackshaw Theatre Company production for the London Horror Festival. See it Sunday, 24th of October, 8:30 p.m. at the Pleasance Theatre. Tickets on sale now at
3: LondonHorrorFestival.co.uk. Alright, loveys, It's me, Matt, your compere.
0: And look, I know it's gush to flyer another show in the interval, but Lights Out is this week, and it's playing for one night only. So if I don't bend your ear about it now, when can I? The London Horror Festival is open as of yesterday, the 18th of October, and our show, Lights Out, the stage debut of Merely Role Players, is this Sunday the 24th at 8.30pm at the Pleasants Theatre. It stars Alexander Pankhurst and Natalie Winter, who you've already heard this episode as Graham and Gwyneth, Strat and Helen Stratton, and me. We've all been on stage before, but it's our first time performing live as merely role players, and none of us has ever performed anything quite like this before. You should come and see Lights Out because it's a one-off. The story we'll tell on Sunday is one we'll generate as we go. The same combination of character choices and tarot card draws will never happen the same way again, and this is your only chance to be in the room and feel it emerging along with us. And you should come because it's dark out there, and getting darker all the time in more ways than one. And all most of us can do is try to keep our own little patches of light alive as long as we can. And when you're going through something, it's healthy and healing to share in stories about others going through something similar. Especially if the story amps up that thing to the extreme. The darkness made flesh, the little patch of light made literal. I'm telling you now, there won't be a happy ending for any of our characters but I guarantee you'll see them hope and strive in any case, and I think that can be a comfort. There should be tickets left on the door if you want to decide on the day, but booking ahead is always the best plan if you want to guarantee yourself a seat. It's also the only way to get the double bill discount for booking both Lights Out and the Scare Slam at the same time, which I highly recommend doing for a double jab of scary times links to book both shows are in the program notes or you can head to pleasant.co.uk and hit the London Horror Festival tab i hope i get to see as many of you as possible on sunday i'll chat to all of you again on the other side in the meantime please take your seats once again in the main house as we continue vigil bad dog act 3 of 5
3: And try and speak to you later. She's
1: <laughs> <laughs> so very possessive over you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is it that there's like some ravens nearby or something? Yes, or absolutely. That's watching over.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're kind of contributing to the general dour Grim, mm-hmm. unwelcoming atmosphere of this whole site. Because mm. we're now pitch black, aren't we? It's at yeah. it's at night. Mm-hmm. It's at night, yeah. Misty only The only, cold the only light the only light is the LED torches of the security guards. And even like floodlights and stuff. no around the site. Ooh. No. And they they are you can see the beams almost solid in the mist that is beginning to come up off the grass and the shrubs and the weeds. That's, that's really cool. I guess the question is, Gwyn and Percy, do you want to stay in your recomposition until Ginny and Graham arrive, or do you want to take action first?
3: As soon as Gwyn has noticed the potential mm. Morrigan presence, her her original plan possibly would have been like, "Well, we may as well get started." But now she's very much like, "We are not alone."
2: What do you mean? Can
3: you not hear them? Who? And she'll kind of waft to, uh,
2: <laughs> presumably, a, a tree yonder. What, the birds? That's not birds. Right, well, I mean, it is birds. Maybe I
3: ought to try another word with her before we try anything here.
2: You sure? Nope. Brilliant.
3: Do you want to stay here?
2: Well, I don't want to go with you.
3: Okay. <laughs> Gwyn is going to try and stealthily mm-hmm. fly over to the other tree mm-hmm. and sit on there next to the ravens.
0: The beady <laughs> eyes of three ravens converge on Gwyn.
3: We're trying to help these children here. Is that not something you want?
2: Can, Can you not, not see, see and feel Gwyneth thrice cursed?
0: The, the cold, cold overcoming, overcoming this town. town. You, you put such store in mortals, and yet, yet left to their, their own devices, devices,
2: see what they do.
0: They, they freeze each, each other out, out. Make, spaces make spaces hostile, hostile instead of welcoming.
3: Welcome. Do you feel, you feel the warmth of a hearth here,
0: Gwynedd thrice
3: cursed? Oh, well, you say mortals, but it seems actually that the the bigger picture is that there's much more malevolent supernatural involvement here. I was actually wondering if you knew anything about that.
0: The voice is coming from the ravens. There is no kind of change to their appearance. Mm-hmm. There is no melding. There is no woman appearing. Yeah. She's staying in this bird form. The machinations that, that have led to this, to this
2: situation, situation are not of my making. But I observe, I observe and day I judge. judge. according According to the terms of our agreement.
3: And how do you judge the actions of this company that seems to be trying to take over the town? They have caused this issue here.
2: I I judge judge their their actions actions to have proved my my point somewhat. That in pursuit of their their own advancement, they they create chill they created create grimness overtaking this town unfeeling about, about their fellow mortals about, about who you care, care so, so much that. this There's is a mortal on mortal, mortal issue
3: isn't it Always. Right? i thought that's what we did stick our oar in when someone asks
2: are, are you, you asking, asking something, something of me, me?
3: Shield maiden. maiden. I am asking if you know anything about the people at the top. The people that are putting up all of these barriers. The people that are creating this cold, heartless space. Why they're doing it. What do they stand to gain?
2: I I know not with any certainty, certainty, but but I I am watching watching them. They They're are not, not mine. mine, but, but I, I feel, feel they, have they have the potential, potential to be... be soon.
3: So you want them to succeed?
0: One of the ravens says, "I," And another of them says,
3: Perhaps.
0: And the third remains silent.
3: Are they connected in any way to the demon?
2: The, the demon, demon with which you are associating?
3: I mean, associate is a strong word.
0: You may need to roll something for this.
3: Yeah, fair.
0: It could be Investigate a Mystery, or it could be Manipulate. Uh, it's probably not Manipulate someone, because you're not really offering her anything. No. You kind of want something from her, but it's, yeah, I think it's probably Investigate a Mystery.
3: Okay. Oh, that's my first failure which is appropriate <laughs> <That's> six
0: total <laughs> good okay mark experience Yeah. That, that, means, that gives you an advance right
3: that I've leveled up yeah you
0: have. do you know what you want do you want to take it straight away or leave it to the end of the session
3: I was going to kind of see what was mm-hmm. going to be the most appropriate at this time sure and actually in this moment the divine move that Feels appropriate is the boss from Beyond move, uh-huh. which is quite similar to to Ginny's at the start. Do a ask a thing and it helps later, but I don't know whether that would. I, I guess this mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. is the equivalent of that, and then I moving guess. forward, I can use that move at yeah. the start, at the beginning of each mystery. I roll plus weird. On a ten plus my superiors ask me to do something simple, on a seven to nine they ask me to do something complicated or difficult. In either case, I get to ask them one of the questions from the investigator mystery move straight away, okay. before anything happens. On a miss I'm required to do something terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Kill one of your fellow hunters. <laughs> <Yay! No. laughs> but it feels thematic for this moment, I guess.
0: Okay. But with a fail.
3: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have I just done to myself? Are they connected in any way to... the demon?
2: The, the demon with which you are, are associating, associating? I mean, associate
3: is a strong word.
2: <laughs> that, that fire is not, not the warmth, warmth that we have been seeking of, of when it first.
0: And the ravens take flight towards the site and as the flapping and fluttering fills your ears uh, you also hear from the site hey
2: you kids yeah.
0: followed by a roar uh-huh. there's walkie talkie static in it and there's the engines of patrol cars in it but it all comes together to be a canine barking roar.
3: Has it possessed the jeep that they're in, isn't it, the person?
0: <laughs> uh, you can't see at this point. It's, it's dark down there, but that is the sound that you hear. And you hear like the cries of young people like yelling to each other,
3: Scatter! Run! Okay. Uh, immediately, stealth plan out the window. <laughs> Gwyn is going to fly down and stand in front of them. You could take a branch off the tree as a point of stuff.
0: Yeah, just fly, like. Fly down. Just like Ready. snap off the branch you were sitting on yeah. and and take flight as you fall. Yeah. Percy, what do you do?
2: I'm in the tree, aren't I? Yeah. I would like to try to shoot a zip line down into oh, the yeah. enclosure.
0: So cool. Thank you. Roll act under pressure. Oh, good. Plus, cool. Because, like, you can definitely do this, it's just a case of, like, what sort of landing you can expect.
2: Okay. Oh, 11. A pretty good landing. Seeing what happens, Percy whips out an arrow from Mm -hmm. her quiver, neatly loops um, Mm -hmm. some rope onto it, takes aim, shoots it directly at uh, the trouble zone inside (laughs) the enclosure. It obviously hits the mark perfectly, Mm -hmm. secures the other end of the rope to the tree, uh, and then just whips uh I don't know, uh Use your bow, go tomb raider. Oh thank you. Mm. Uses the bow mm-hmm. looped over the zip line and then just yeah. swooshes in <laughs> and does a perfect landing. I'm gonna go for a superhero one knee landing. Yeah, nice. the classic
3: Black Widow landing. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
2: thank you. Not posing.
3: Uh <laughs> and <laughs> I feel
2: like Gwyn and Percy land at the same time. Yes. yes please. Please. Yeah. 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 Yeah, boots on the ground, but yeah. same time. Ready to go.
0: Percy, as you land and like whip the bow off the zip line and into a, a half-drawn position, a torch beam snaps onto you and you hear, Hey, you can't carry a deadly weapon here. <laughs> so we've got you two have landed between the converging security guards and the the youths. So you see as one of the security guards, Taser Out, is approaching, the one who is kind of in the lead begins to change.
3: Mm-hmm. Ronnie, out of here. Now. Take your friends. Don't need to tell us twice.
0: His eyes suddenly become reflective and become like two little dots rather than, uh, rather than just blanks in his head. The mist that is low-lying over the site seems to converge and swirl around him and he tips forward onto his hands and feet and then rises slightly off the ground as the mist forms around him into mm-hmm. the shape of a giant black
1: dog. Mm-hmm.
0: Like bigger than a pet-type dog, probably even bigger than a kind of natural wolf, like, like a dire, si- wolf. Yeah, dire wolf kind of size. The hound's eyes shine like the LED torches that all of the security guards have been carrying, and it roars once again with that mixed, static, engine-sound, canine roar kind of sound. Vigil, a main house production from merely role players. It stars Natalie Winter as Gwyneth, Alexander Pankhurst as Graham, Josh Yard as Ginny Greenteeth, and Ellie Pitkin as Persephone Byron. Sound design for this production is by Natalie Winter, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. I'm Matt Boothman, and I play the supporting cast as well as editing and producing the episode. We were playing Monster of the Week a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life,
3: play on! Thank you for not making that sound effect simple.
0: <laughs> hey, at least like engines and static,
1: you can source, right? Yes, yes. Simple, easy, easy, and all you do is you just squish
3: them together. That's from the, the man that said, "Oh, the tourist trap doesn't make any
2: noise."
1: <laughs> <laughs> bom, 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 bom. This is true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. She likes to challenge. She's very talented. Yeah. yeah. She's so talented. So, so talented. <laughs>